the truth you get the idea if I can't teach you one way I'll teach you another but I'm gonna get the job done this is Doc Young Chronicles, and we have our, and I'm Dr. Matthew Young, by the way, for those who don't know, but uh, we have our very special guest, Ms. Carrie Aistrop. I, 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 Aistrop, okay. <laughs> I was wondering if I was saying that right It's totally not. okay. And uh, so I appreciate you uh, coming, in, and I apologize to you. It's not like we've had scheduling conflicts, and, and I, I sincerely apologize okay. about that. Uh, uh, There's some things that unfortunately come up at the last minute that uh, I could not help, and there was nothing I could do. But, uh, so, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you, are you from, originally from this area? I am. I grew up in Gray, Tennessee. So, um, I was born and raised here. Um, so, I grew up in Gray, and then I went to Gray School, went to Daniel Boone, graduated in 99, and then moved my senior year to Jonesboro, and then I've been in Jonesboro ever since. Wow. So, uh, now, did you go to college? I right did. I went to ETSU oh, for my first degree, and then for my second degree, I went to Lincoln Memorial. Awesome. Well, now, what's your first degree in? In business marketing. Okay. Awesome. awesome. And then I worked on my master's in education at Lincoln Memorial. Okay. So, are you in education now? Or? No. I am a pharmaceutical sales rep. Really? <laughs> yes. Wow. That's a big... Golly. So, well, how did you transition from those areas of study well, to once today? I was in the education classes, and I realized how political and the red yeah. tape... And I just realized at that point, my mouth would get me fired. Oh, I just yeah. realized, I mean, and then I would want to take all these kids home with me and take yeah. care of them. And I just realized that it was not my calling. Yeah. So um, I finished it, but it just sure. wasn't a calling that I knew I could complete. Yeah. Well, I know um, before I went to ministry, I thought about going to, to elementary education. And I, it amazed me that you can't even pat a kid on the back mm -mm. and say, well done. They can say that that was inappropriate touching and... It's just all the rules now uh, that you can even hug a kid. You can't you do can't... anything. Yeah, and even, yeah. you know, I mean, one of the crazy things for me, you can't even have a star at Christmas time because they say that represents Jesus. And yeah. I just can't do that. Like, I just, I just knew that I couldn't do it. Yeah. So I realized that I needed to find a new career path. Well, and I understand that completely. I don't see how some of these teachers do it. I really, It takes a very special a very, yes. person to do that. You know, it amazes me, you know, People want to scream separation of church and state, but that was never in the Constitution. That was in a letter penned by Thomas Jefferson, and what that was referring to for the government not to interfere or impede with our free right to worship. And if you have, even at a school, if you're having a Christmas gathering, if a kid doesn't want to be a part of our parent, don't. Don't, they don't have to go to school that day. Right. They don't have to attend. I don't see what the big deal is. I mean, and that was, I mean, I remember yeah. going to school and having kids who could, well, were not allowed to say the Pledge of Allegiance, yeah, and they crazy. just didn't say the Pledge of Allegiance. Yeah. So, you know, there are just some things I can do, and there's some things I can't, and I just realized yeah. that was not there's, going to be for me. Yeah, so. exactly. Now, uh, you're married. I am married. How many years have you been married? Uh, 17 years wow. this year. So, awesome. a long time. Yeah. Um, he's a police officer. Awesome. Yeah. And we have two wonderful boys. So, yeah. they are 8 and 10. Wow, so, wow. And they go to Jonesboro. Wow. 
awesome. I enjoy every second. I my, know, they grow so fast. They do. My son's 19. He's moved to Florida. And uh, my daughter, she's a sophomore in high school now. And I, I would give anything. If they were still 8 and 10 years old, I would give anything. But my wife and I, we've been married. Gosh, if I get this straight, she'll kill me. And so we've been married 18 years been together 19 so we'll be uh in april be married 19 years so, congratulations yeah, yeah, so, yeah, so i feel we've right. made it past the hump <laughs> yeah really yeah yeah so, so we got past the seven year itch I guess yeah you say. You know, a lot of times when people have problems even that seven year it's usually that seven to ten yeah, years exactly, and that's when you do exactly. yeah at this point um we've got so used to each other we're too old to have to train somebody else so if it there's that's why we stick with each other because we can't there's no way we can deal with somebody else at this point i mean at this point (laughs) i've invested too much i'm I'm like you're not getting rid of me this easy we make jokes about it but i'm like you're not getting rid of me that easy so (laughs) we like any couple you know we have our moments we fight but you know i think some people think a preacher fight yes yes you're a person exactly you know and, and if you don't, you know, I think it's healthy sometimes to clear the air and have that. If you don't have a good fight every now and then, I think you're living like brother or sister. But if you say you're yeah. not arguing or you don't yeah. have fights, then you're not telling yeah. the truth. I mean, <laughs> let's just be honest. Well, my dad said many years ago he was doing a revival. And uh, he made some, a comment like that. said, well, you know, about nobody ever fighting or something. And said that one little man raised his hand and said him and his wife never had a fight. And dad said, now, I don't think you heard me right. He said, you've never had a fight in your marriage he said no but what it was if she didn't get her way she would go to bed and lay there until she got her way so they didn't <laughs> they didn't verbally fight but, but she was getting her exactly, way <laughs> she's still getting her way so um and again I, I really appreciate you taking the time i know you're very busy to come and speak with me and uh, and i really wanted to have you on here because you are very passionate uh, about um our our, our county school uh, I in jonesboro mm-hmm. and i want to talk to you what what drives that passion what what makes you want to, want to do that a yeah. lot of people have asked me that and it's yeah. sometimes i'm like i don't even know what yeah. got me started in it sure. but probably shop with a cop opened my eyes yeah. um because my husband and i are over shop with a cop yeah. and we provide christmas for 150 families every year yeah. and once i started volunteering in that before we became over it i saw the needs that are in our school yeah. because when you're talking to a parent and they're asking for cheese crackers yeah. for Christmas yeah. and they're asking for toothbrushes and yeah. they're asking for soap. Yeah. And I mean, I tear up every time I talk about it. I realize there's a lot of poverty oh, here. Gosh, yeah. A lot of poverty. Jonesboro, the last time I looked, I don't know if it's updated this year, but you know, we're at 69% free and reduced lunch. Yeah. So our poverty is very high. And yeah. sometimes we live in a fluent area, yeah. but I don't think people realize the needs we have in our schools. Sure. So I just become aware of the lunch debt and I become aware of kind of the poor kids get left out and they don't have the parents who have careers that are flexible that they can attend all the meetings that there are to be a voice. So I decided I wanted to be a voice for everybody because I am blessed and I want to give back. So um, I've worked on several different things that a lot of people don't even know about. The student lunch debt is a really big burden in our county Um, and you know the school is dangerous that our kids go and people didn't realize I think they did but 
I, I don't understand how people didn't know how bad our school was. Yeah. And then when I started talking at the meetings, you know, I was called a lot of names. I was told I was a liar, that this wasn't true. Well, I had the asbestos report. I had all the information. And now the community sees yeah. the need for our school. And yeah. I'm so thankful that God called me to do this because I'm like, I don't have any other reason except God called me to do yeah. some of this work because, you know, he can lead us where we need to go, but then it's up to us to actually do it. Exactly. And and so I realized that our schools need clothing closets. Our schools yeah. need, you know, people in the community willing to give their money to help pay off that lunch debt because we don't know these parents' situations, but the kids shouldn't have to pay for that. No. And so, you know, I, I have several initiatives that I've worked on um, the past few years, and it's just been very eye-opening to see the changes and the progress you can make. But the number one thing I've learned is the community has to know it. Yeah. And a lot of times communities don't know that Jonesboro Elementary has a $1,000 lunch debt. That has to be paid off. And if it's not, then the school board has to pay it. Well, that's taken away from Chromebooks. That's taken away from textbooks. So if the community can give back, and I can bring awareness to these issues, then that just puts more money into our students because funding is also an issue yeah. in our education system and the way tax dollars are divvied out is a huge problem. So I just feel the community can get more involved and I have a big voice and I'm loud. And, <laughs> That's good. That's good. and yeah. so people, yeah. they listen. And oh, yeah. Yeah. it's it's been an amazing adventure actually, learning how the politics work and learning why decisions are made. and. Sure. Would, if you would have asked me last year, would I think we would be getting a school? I would have probably told you no. And then now in 10 days, they're going to vote for a school. And, you know, I think a lot of my initiatives had led parents to, to step forward. And it's out of everybody's comfort zone. You know, you're you're fighting for what's right. And sometimes people don't know what's right. They don't know what's going on. They pay their taxes and they think taxes are spent the way they should be. And sometimes they're not. Now, how was it? Now, now, I'm just going on based on uh, what I've seen on uh, on the local news. But it seems like the city of Johnson City mm -hmm. is, is fighting this. Well, that's what's so frustrating yeah. is I've talked to city commissioners. I've yeah. talked to the mayor. I've talked to um, the director of their schools, and they're not fighting it. Oh. There was a few people uh -huh. who were upset yeah. because of the way when you fund a school. Yeah. You're supposed to, if we borrowed it, the traditional way of borrowing money, yeah. the city is owed their share of money, which is yeah. right at 50%. Sure. So you're basically paying double for a project. Okay. Well, Jonesboro came along and decided that they wanted to build the school, so that would technically leave Johnson City out of some money. Uh -huh. But Johnson City also realizes the funding, you know, disparity that we have between county and city because for every student in Johnson City if you compare that to a Washington County student that's an $1,100 difference that we get wow. it's huge yeah. yes city voters or city residents pay county and city tax yeah. the town residents also pay city and county tax but then county residents yeah. pay only county taxes so it, it's just a complicating yeah. formula that's yeah. really, I mean, we could talk about BEP funding and it, it is yeah. so over everybody's head, but you know, I talked to a commissioner and to this morning from Johnson City and they're not our enemy. Oh. And the media is portraying that because yeah. there were a few who weren't on board. Yeah. There yeah. were a few sure. and they kept getting the attention, but they are in full support oh. of this actually happening. Yeah.
thinking. And, you know, I'm glad you asked that because that has been my number one message I want to get across is the city isn't our enemy, but that's the way the media and some parents and some people are talking that way. They are, but that's not the reality. So that's how big social media can play into Mm -hmm. our own lives is, you know, if everybody wants a controversy but really i mean the people i've talked to they support it they're yeah. not going to fight it they're not going to sue um they haven't because suing is not going to help any taxpayer yeah. in our area exactly. but now do i think that they're going to work together to help johnson city get some money absolutely yeah. but they're due that money sure. you know what i mean they're owed yeah. that money so yeah not to interrupt but now there was i'm showing my ignorance here there was some controversy as if, if they built the new school. I can't remember if it was about building the new school or for how the type of school it was going to be. Like only certain students would be able to go if it was this type of school. Now what? what okay, was so if yeah. this if Jonesboro builds a school. Uh-huh. In the county, any resident in Washington County can attend that okay. school. So even if you live in Johnson City, you live in Jonesboro uh-huh. County a county is required to offer free education but when you're a city school system they do not have to they they're not required to let county residents go to their school I don't know if that's what you're asking, or were well, you talking about the magnet school? That's it. Okay, that's the magnet it. school. Yeah, that, explain that to me. Okay. I've always got kind of confused on that. When yeah. the former director of schools yeah. was here, this is when all the plans got yeah. changed and shaken oh. up, and this is where a lot of the confusion came in. Okay, and it. a lot of parents got on board at this point, and they weren't involved before. But the magnet school was going to be where the Jonesboro Middle School was. Oh. So they were going to transform that into a school basically for gifted kids. Oh, because, gotcha. and, you know, offer STEM programs. Because yeah. our county does not offer yeah. a lot for the gifted yeah. because of funding issues. So it would yeah. basically be, but any resident could have went, Johnson yeah. City, Washington County. You know, and I think the former director's idea was we could recruit a lot of these city students to come to this because we don't have anything like that around. Yeah. Yeah. And the magnet school, I have pros and cons on how I feel about a magnet yeah. school. If we were fully funded and our education system wasn't struggling, a magnet school is amazing. Sure. We need these programs. Yeah. Yeah. But when right now we're not funded adequately, it would be hard to sustain that school because basically they're going to be taking money from other programs, putting it there because we don't have an abundance of money. So is the idea amazing? Yes. But is it realistic with the funding model that we have? I'm not sure how well it would have worked unless we did recruit kids to our system. And I think that was the whole idea because the more kids we get, the more BEP funding we get. Gotcha. Okay. Because I knew there was like a big uproar. It was. Controversy. Because the Jonesboro parents felt that this was taken away from us getting a school. They were putting our school money into that and then we were going to get left out again. So, you know, there's only so much money in this pot. So if they put that money toward the magnet, then what are we going to do with our kids? Okay. So, again, yeah. we were worried we weren't going to get a school. Okay. Well, see, I didn't know if that was still, because I hadn't really heard much about that, so I didn't know with this new school thing if that was it's still. It's off the table. Okay. I didn't know how that worked. Now, I do agree with you. Uh, and, well, in fact, uh, let me let me back up just a little bit. You was talking about um, $1,000 lunch debt. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those who are maybe watching or listening on the uh, podcast, 
what can they do? Is there a way they can donate? Is there there is. Eventually, I want to start a nonprofit, but I have not gotten anywhere near close to that. But um, I actually just started talking to people. When I was at fundraisers, I would ask people, hey, if you're wanting to give and you want to cause, contact the school board. You can talk to the director of the food nutrition. All you got to do is call the main number and write them a check. Um, Once we had one person who wanted to remain anonymous that actually wrote a check for $14,000 to pay off the majority because Dang. each year it runs between eighteen to twenty three thousand dollars. That gave me chills. When you said that. That's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, that is, and yeah. I met this family at a fundraiser, and I was telling them my passion for yeah. the school, um, for the clothing closet, for the lunch debt, yeah. um, and they called me on the phone. I gave them my card, and they're like, "We want to help." And wow. I was, I mean, I was like yeah. totally blown away because. Sure. That's a lot of money. It is. It really and, is. And, you know, the same family donated money for our shop with the cop as yeah, well. And so I added a ton of kids last year, yeah. and I was praying. I'm like, we're not going to get the money. Like, I'm yeah. nervous. And um, and then we got that check. And so, you know, it, yeah. it it always works out. I stress every year over shop with a cop, but it always works out. But you can contact the school system. I know they did an article in the paper probably about seven months ago yeah. that churches, I, they had made a Facebook post how someone had made a very generous donation donation they didn't come out and say how much it was but um it motivated a lot of people to call and say hey can i pay gray school's lunch debt off or boone's creeks or can i just give 25 dollars because some of these kids in the school system have a two or three hundred dollar lunch debt and they never it's never paid off and and it's not that kid's fault but the good thing about our school system and i do want to make this clear is they don't do lunch shaming which i'm so proud of they do not do lunch shaming and i am so thankful that they don't so every kid can still continue to eat no matter if they have a debt and i was so thankful our school board did that they only lifted that probably four or five years ago but it used to be at a maximum of 15 dollars. so once they hit past that then the kid got the lunch taken and then they gave them a cold sandwich and and I I cannot agree with that I just there's nothing in my body that can agree with that but I don't want us to ever get in a debt situation to where the lunch debt gets so high because when you start looking at other school systems up north some of those have a hundred two hundred thousand dollar lunch debt and so um you know all you have to do is call this central office and and anybody can make that donation and it doesn't matter how big or small it is but you're really blessing that family just by that not being a burden. Because so many families teeter-totter the line of not being considered free and reduced lunch versus being able to afford the lunch. So, And it makes you thankful for what you can pay for. My kids spend a ton of money in the cafeteria. They buy all the extras, and I could kill them sometimes. Because I'm like, how did you spend $30 in one week when lunch is $2.90? Like, explain to me how you did this. Well, they have chips and ice cream. So, um, you know, but anybody can donate to that cause. And, you know, churches can donate to it. People, if you just, if there's a good deed you want to do, donate it. There's been a lot of Facebook articles going around of, you know, real estate agent offices calling and just paying off school lunch debt. And to me, if we can feed our kids, I mean, there's no better way we could do something with our money. Well, that's something that I worry about. Um, because that may be the only food some kids get. It is. And I worry about in the and when the, the spring break, the fall breaks, mm-hmm. the summertime, 
how these kids are getting food. Well, a lot of the schools have food banks, and a lot of the public does not know this. And that's why I want to bring awareness to all of this. And I hope that this can inspire someone to help their school. And this is... I eventually want to be able to help stock food at every single school for their food pantry. So at our school, on the weekends, there are certain kids, their backpack is filled with food. But it's donated food. You know, the school system cannot afford to buy this, so it's donated food. We do food drives. Not all schools have this set up because it takes manpower to do it. It takes volunteer time. It takes somebody in the school system willing to take the time to do it. And sometimes schools just don't have the resources to do it but they do a lot of them do have food pantries and then when they go on a long break they give them bags of food and sometimes if the family's too embarrassed they'll take it to their house and so that way there's never anybody seeing hey well your family can't eat and you know kids get made fun of they get bullied and it's sad it is and it breaks my heart because i've I've heard of stories of a parent or a parent literally homeless or living in a church or in a car and these kids that's how they're living and going to school and it's, it's hard people it's don't realize there yeah. are homeless kids yes, in our school system and they have nothing yeah, they have exactly. no food yeah. one pair of clothes and so that's again the yeah. schools have clothing closets and a lot of them will take yeah. used clothes sure. you know but you know you can buy new clothes you can donate your old i always donate yeah. our my the kids when they outgrow their yeah. clothes i donate them to our clothing closet sure. because we have kids who have nothing I mean they don't have toothpaste and toothbrushes and I learned this mainly probably the biggest I learned this was being a part of shop with a cop and what that program's about and then you see the needs that these families have but it it's not the community's fault because the community doesn't know there's these needs you know there's never a big broadcast about it so You know, my big passions are, I want our kids in a safe school for the school, but I also want every school to have a food pantry, and I want every school to be able to not have to worry about the burden of the lunch debt. Sure, sure. Something you're talking about with the shop with the cop, you know, I've helped volunteer as a a police chaplain, I helped uh, with the shop with the cop, and I tell you what breaks my heart, of course, I've helped take the the gifts to their cars, Mm -hmm. but when they're actually with the police officers, and those kids... um, Oh my goodness, without getting choked up. <laughs> I cry is, all the time that, about it. Is they'll be in that shopping cart and say, can I get this for my mom or can I get this for my sister? And they like, always want to buy for everybody else yeah, but themselves. Exactly. And that, that that's what rips me. your heart out because yeah. these kids, it's like you can buy yourself anything you want yeah. to buy yourself because yeah. these officers have a budget of the money that we raise, yeah. but they also spend their own money yeah. because they don't want to tell that kid no. Yeah. And um, it, it, it it's heartbreaking because when they do get the chance, they would rather give. Yeah, and to see is. a heart of a child like that, oh, there's nothing oh, that compares to it. Well, with, since you're with that, can you tell us how, if somebody wants to donate and help a shop with a cop? I absolutely yeah, can. Yeah. Um, my husband and I are at the shop with a cop in, in Jonesboro. Uh-huh. There's also one in Johnson City. Sure. Since y'all are in Johnson City, yeah. I'm not going to try to take away no, anything no, from not, them. Yeah, because each department has their oh, separate. Gosh, yeah. But... Um, for us, yeah. I'm not sure how much they spend per kid, but for us, we spend $250 on a kid. Yeah. So parents or in families and people, businesses, they can donate Walmart gift cards because that's where we take them shopping. Walmart is so good to us. 
um, on those the night of the events on the nights for us to shop we also we kind of break it up so what we do is we buy gifts yeah. for the parents to put under the tree oh, so we spend a hundred dollars on those gifts we wrap them up so we send a letter home so do they need a coat do they need shoes yeah. do they need toys yeah. so we wrap that up so the night of the event when the mom drops off her child she goes to a different room she has a bag of gifts so it looks like that she was able to provide christmas oh, awesome. for the kids that's because awesome. that's yeah. what it's about yeah. that mom waking up on christmas yeah. being able to provide a christmas exactly. for her family exactly. and then the night of the event the child gets a 150 dollars gift card oh. And they can buy whatever they want at Walmart. Yeah. We have a wrapping stand um, that we have volunteers that wrap. Yeah. Uh, but we need uh, funding is yeah. one of the main ways yeah. you can help. Yeah. Um, also volunteer time. I mean, yeah. I'm shopping for 150 kids. Wow. We go to Walmart and a yeah. team of 10, 15 people. We yeah. have our list and then we just go through. That doesn't require any money donation yeah. because we're paying for that yeah. for, through donation. Sure. So, but you know, and it's a special, it's a special time. And when you see some someone so worried about a Christmas gift for someone they don't know. They're yeah. shopping and they're like, well, Carrie, I just don't know. What toys should Aww. I get? And I'm like, yeah. you know, just put yourself in the mind of a nine-year-old. Yeah. What yeah. would a nine-year-old be <laughs> so excited to open sure. up for Christmas? That's so, awesome. But we also want to make sure their necessities yeah. are covered too. Yeah. Coats, shoes, underwear, yeah. socks. Um, I have a few people that own businesses that are, are going to want to try to host maybe a sock drive, yeah. a shoe drive coat drive you know so if a business just wants to host hey let's do a walmart gift card drive or hey let's do a sock drive and they just have people come in and drop socks off they can drop them off to the jonesboro police department yeah. and and that's that's where we start sure. most of the things are just dropped off at the jonesboro police department okay, so if they want to volunteer or if they want to donate, they can reach out to me or just to you. well okay, they can reach I'll... out to me for the volunteer time okay. i'm over setting up volunteers but yeah. if they want to donate money they just have to contact Don't... the jonesboro okay. police department awesome. Well, like I said, with the, with the school thing, particularly, I always tell, ever since my kids have been in school, I always tell any teacher, I said, if you know of any kid that needs a coach, you let me know because I don't want to, I remember one time I was uh, uh, I was doing some subbing, and uh, well, I think I was an instructional assistant at that time at uh, Jonesboro Middle and uh, with special needs, and I looked outside, and some of the, um, I guess some of the high school kids mm -hmm. will, will wait for a bus there, and I saw this little girl, and she had, I mean, it was so bitterly cold, and it's had this little thin short sleeve t shirt on. And I went out there, I made sure I throw those on my shoulder, but I ain't stretch my shirt, but I gave her my coat, and I said, mm -hmm. She goes, Oh, no. And I said, No, you take it. And I said, It killed me to see this little girl. It breaks your heart. Yeah, it does. And you know? they, and they don't have, there's a lot of kids who don't have necessities. Yeah. And last year, I was talking to a family, and, um, I was because sometimes I just get names and phone numbers. I don't get the lists, and so I have to call the families, which I don't mind to do. It. I guess that sounded like it was a chore. It's not a chore because yeah. I'm very blessed to do this program. Yeah. Um, my Christmas shopping has to be done by Thanksgiving because from Thanksgiving to Christmas, this is my whole family devotes our whole time to it. My kids are involved. Wow. My husband. This yeah. is what we do from Thanksgiving to awesome. Christmas. But when I called this family, and I'll never forget it, my husband was sitting at the kitchen table, and my kids were sitting in the floor, and I'm calling families, and I have them on speaker because I'm trying to write top. I'm trying to multitask. And when the lady broke down and cried and she said, the only thing we need for Christmas is toothpaste, toothbrushes, and soap. Oh, and I was, yeah. and it breaks your heart yeah. because those are the things we take for granted. Exactly. You yeah. know, we get mad over our car. We yeah. get mad over our house. It may not be the biggest or the most fancy. And we get mad over not being able to buy something trivial, but these people don't have necessities. Wow. And so it, it's so humbling. Yeah, it like is. once you start doing it, like it is the most humbling experience sure. to, so 
I bought enough soap, shampoo, and toothpaste yeah. for that family for exactly. probably six well, months, wanna, yes. part of it. So, yeah. you know, anybody can help, though. It, sure. $5 goes a long way. Socks go a long way. Yeah. Coats go a long way. So, really, there's a lot you can do. And if you live in Johnson City and you want to support the Johnson City Shop with a cop, yeah. contact the Johnson City Police Department, okay. and they can direct people yeah. to the person that's over theirs. Okay. But, you yeah. know, we're all in it together. Exactly. You know, and exactly. as long as kids are being provided yeah. for, that is the main goal. Yeah, well, I'll be sure to get the word out here at the church and tell people and encourage them, you know, particular yeah. time of year to help out. Um, now, in, in closing, is um, you know, with your with what you're fighting, uh, well, I don't want to say fighting, but your your passion with trying to get this new school built. Is there anything? Can people write letters? What can people do to help encourage to get this school built for these kids? Because now I know, first, my son went to Jonesboro Elementary there for a little while, and I've seen some of the ceiling tiles missing. They're in cubicles learning. <laughs> we and don't I, have walls. Yeah, we don't have walls. <laughs> I'm thinking, how do they, I thought, I would be so distracted as a kid, I could no way. Well, times have yeah, changed, yeah, and yeah. this is the thing is, yeah. you know, when the school was built 50 years ago, we yeah. didn't have all the learning disabilities that we have yeah, now. Exactly. We didn't have yeah. all the autism, yeah, ADHD exactly. yeah. that we have now. Yeah. And back then, that may have been a good model. Yeah. Now, it's not a good yeah. model. Yeah. Um, but the biggest thing that the, the community can do yeah. is email the mayor, email the commissioners. Okay. We don't need to beat them up because they're yeah. working very, very hard. Okay. So I do want to stress, let's not beat them up, but ask sure. them, you okay. know, can we support this? Can yeah. we get these kids a safe school? Yeah. And 99.9% .9 are on board because I oh, drive these commissioners crazy. Yeah. I drive our mayor crazy. Yeah. I email yeah. constantly and then I call and then I text yeah. and I hope, I think they hope the school will be finished so they can quit hearing from <laughs> Carrie yeah. Astrop. Um, so, yeah. um, but you know, just email and, you know, yeah. tell them what you think. You know, okay. I don't want everybody to say, oh, I've got to email because Carrie wants it. But it's really for the safety of our kids. Exactly. Yeah. And we have almost a thousand kids at Jonesboro yeah. Elementary, Jonesboro Middle. We're the largest school in the county. Yeah. There are a lot of needs in our county. Yeah. We're not trying to take away from any other need. Sure. We're sure. just trying to put our kids in a safe environment. Exactly. So, and if you do support it, send them an email. Yeah. Send the commissioners an email letting them know because you all, all have commissioners that represent yeah. you. Okay. And some county residents live in the city. And if you support it, yeah. just send them an email. And, okay. you know, on my Facebook, I've posted all their email addresses. They can yeah. reach out to me. I don't care to give out my phone number. Okay. Um, anybody can reach out to me and I can, you know, okay. help anybody, lead anybody in that direction. But okay. I think October 28th, I think, I really think we're going to get this school. Okay. So. Okay. Now, do they have property picked out? Oh, they do. Okay, good. good it's good. amazing location. Yeah. Um, it's coming off the four lane, which is a yeah. huge blessing yeah. because traffic is a nightmare yeah. um, during school hours sure, for sure. people going from Greenville to Johnson City. Oh, gosh, so yeah. getting it off the four lane is probably one of the biggest yeah. pros of the whole entire school. Uh, like so. I said, when I, when I was doing some little bit of work there uh, uh, as an instructional assistant, when I left Jonesboro Middle, I dreaded it with a passion because the traffic was It was horrible. nightmare. Heaven <laughs> forbid if you want to get something to eat, you don't forget Just it. forget it. Exactly I always it. say I'm going to bring donuts to school and yeah. you have to leave the house 45 minutes oh, early yeah. just to get to Dunkin' exactly. Donuts to the school. Exactly. So I think that's going to help yeah. a lot of people out yeah. when that school's off the yeah. floor lane. And for safety reasons, yeah. too. So. And one thing, uh, and, and I always always try to approach this at a biblical perspective. And uh, if we, you know, I think if it's okay, we close in prayer. Mm -hmm. Pray for our school. Pray for our pray children. For, and, and pray for our leaders. 
uh, you know, our community leaders, our mayor, our commissioners, our city school board members, our county school board members, it's been a rough battle. I mean, it has. So if we could just, if you don't mind to just pray for all of them. I will, I will. And I was great before we started the broadcast, you said you and your husband and family go to church. So Mm -hmm. that was awesome. So, and and so it's awesome to go to sit down with a fellow sister in Christ Mm -hmm. and, and I'll have to meet your husband one day. Okay, awesome. Hopefully in a good way. Yes. I always said if I was ever a cop, I would torment my family members. <laughs> I, I pull over. over every chance I got. To torment. So, uh, but hopefully, I like to meet him in, in a good way. Yes, <laughs> you can. Way, way, so. But uh, but if um, if we may, let's close in prayer. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Father Lord, we just thank you. We love you. And we praise you, uh, Lord. Thank you for this opportunity and time with Mrs. Astrup. And uh, Lord, just pray to be with her and her husband. Uh, Lord, he. I know I'm sure she worries over him each and every day. And Lord, just pray that you put a hedge of protection about him and all the other police officers, Leos out there, Lord Jesus, uh, that you will let them know that they are needed, loved, and appreciated. And Lord, I pray to be with her children. And Lord, be with our our, our kids. Uh, there's so many, as she was just talking about, that are, are hungry and in need. And Lord, uh, help us to find ways to uh, that we can bless others. You have blessed us tremendous, tremendously. Help us, Lord Jesus, to find a way to help these children. Be with, as she was saying, with our commissioners, our mayors. Lord, uh, that your will be done and that these schools will be built and these children get the uh, the attention that they need and get the education and the help that, this, that they so desperately need, Lord Jesus. And Lord, uh, just help us to be a light in this world of darkness. Let us shine. Lord, if there's anyone watching this that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, thank you again for this day. Thank you for this opportunity. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Well, I appreciate you. Mrs. Thank Astra. you. I, 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 see you're A-strop. A-strop. <laughs> uh, for, uh, for, for, uh, for being a part of the program. Hey, thank you for inviting me.